Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome, Merry Marvelites. Welcome to your after Black Panther weekend on Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talks Marvel Movie News. Artfully done. Artfully done. Thank you. I was going to say about, uh, you know, uh, facts about Black Panther, but I think There was no time. There was no time. No, no, no. It was an explosive intro. The cork pop. It was the choice was amazing. Wow. Excelsior to you, our merry Marvelites. This is episode 168, and we are coming to you live from where else? Wakanda. Wakanda. And we are here to tell you why we are excited about all the news from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are about this glory. And there is so much to talk about this week. So we are going to tell you to subscribe to us on iTunes, to find us at Marvel News there, to subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. Find us on Popcorn Talk website, popcorntalknetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTM or Popcorn Talk. Facebook, facebook.com slash Marvel News Show. Follow us, like us, and... If you watch the show live and retweet a link to the show whilst we are live, Aunt Manthony in the booth will retweet you. Oh my god, Wakanda forever, now and forever, my god, what a film. I've been so excited to have this episode for three weeks because Marquis and I saw it some time ago, and we have been waiting for deep discussion, and now that I've seen it again in IMAX, and everyone has seen it because it made all the money, we can talk about it much further. So, before we start our talks, I want to let you guys know, this episode, we're going to leave with some box office facts, then we're going to go full spoilers, we're going to dive deep, it's going to get, the ending will be revealed, so if you haven't seen the show we're gonna wave before and after the spoilers you can kind of block that out and then at the end of the show we're going to the news because i don't think honestly marquia will survive waiting another half an hour and i feel like she needs to get all out of her system so we're gonna do this unboxing to lead the show because i don't know what's in here and it says what's in the box what's in the box none of us know what's in the box oh but first i need to introduce everybody yeah, um, while while I'm cutting open the box, uh, this is sent to us by Taylor Lambert from Disney. Uh, this is one of a couple of boxes that we're supposed to get full with uh, Black Panther stuff. So while he introduces our guests, I will be opening the box. Thank you, Taylor Lambert. Thank you. First up is my buddy Ronan, who saw the movie with me last night. Yes, sir. Who doesn't have a Twitter because he lives very freely, and I'm jealous about that, but he does have an Instagram. So you can find this man's pretty face on Instagram at... Ronan Rubenstein. So I wanted to gather a person who loves Black Panther by way of just having seen the movie and a man who loves Black Panther by way of knowing much about him because Marquis is here giving me the knowledge, but I want someone else that knows so much as well. We got the newly recovered... Mr. Jay Washington. Hey, man, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be back. Uh, let's just be realistic. I am glad to be alive. Uh, <laughs> it had been a bit past scary couple of weeks and whatnot. Uh, the film, I'm glad I got to see the film before I got sick and had to go in the hospital. But I got to see it, the, the uh, press screening, same screening premiere night. Loved it then. Have loved it the three, four other times I've seen it since then. Uh, it is a film that 
if it hasn't grown on you, it grows on you, mm-hmm. and you want to keep seeing it again because you want the visuals, you want the experience over and over again. Hundred percent. And so I'm glad to be here with y'all, and you know everybody knows I, I love this chick, so I'm here with her. <laughs> I just I wanted There's so many toys in this. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the different perspectives of people that are casual Black Panther fans to diehard Black Panther fans. Whoa. Oh, that's so, coming home with me. Okay, we're diving in. We're diving into the unboxing. Yeah, that's coming. That's coming home with me. Okay, so this is a figurine set of. Uh, oh, I saw the people of Black Panther. It has um, Eric Killmonger <laughs> as uh, the Jaguar. It has Nakia. It has T'Challa as the Black Panther. It has Shuri. No, it has, has Wakabi. And Wakabi's and, Rhino. And it has yeah. a war Rhino. Yes. You know you gotta love. <laughs> Can I just. I'm just not. Alright. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> this is how Disney never sends us anything again. Yo. <laughs> Sick. So. This is how you. Oh, these are dope. Oh, these are so incredible. Look at this articulated Black Panther. So which one do I get to take home is the question. You can actually switch oh, out the head. Man. And you can switch out the claws. He's like, oh, oh I mean business oh. and I don't mean business. And this is a thing that happens right now. And we have Funko Pop. So these are part of the uh, the set that they made for the film, the special set right here. Yes, we have Shuri, Nakia, Nakia. and Black Panther as Warrior Falls. There are different kinds of Black Panther oh, that happen. Look at this one. Over and there. we have this. Right now, Can you see this one. Yes. I, oh my God! The can I say something? Please. This was not planned. Please. At all. Please. <laughs> however, Ronan, go for it. However, this is the weirdest coincidence. I brought you guys. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's so nice. That it's so not dope. here. And it's not one of those. Oh I thought my God. surprise was truly ruined. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, so, so let's Ronan, do this. Ronan brought us Black Panther the vinyl. <laughs> Dude, that's Panther. a sick one. Look at that. With Chadwick's face. Now we have so much glorious Funko oh Black Panther. All right. I can't... That, wow. That's funny. Out of the ones yes. we get. Uh, out of the, all the ones. And then we have the, uh, we have the Adora Balls features. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Black Panther, the vinyl collection. And these are... Well, they're Adora Balls. <laughs> they are what their name sex is. Yeah, where it's just like... Yeah, they stand up and I they just kind of roll again. around a little bit. And it's, it's all the good things. They're so cute. Yeah, we have Eric Killmonger's and we have Black Panther's vinyl collectibles. That is happening. And Coy, these are my, like, this is my childhood. Like mm-hmm. a, like the, the five and a half yeah. inch action figure Yo. from like the 95 animated series Spider-Man Day. This is what I played with. Mm-hmm. So, so seeing let's this. Let's lay this down to front two. Uh, <laughs> like this is, this is legit. A Black Panther toy that is a vibranium edition of a character that has deserved this kind of toy forever. And this movie that, is making little, magic happen. You could feel even oh, this, that, oh, the yeah. texture. Yeah, is yeah the texture's like crazy. So cool. Look at this stuff. Yeah, and up those texturized, we have so, Black Panther, and we also have Eric Killmonger, and we have vibranium Black Panther, which is completely oh, look at this different. Killmonger. He is ready to rumble. Yo, but this Legends, though, is the duck. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, so, a Legends toy is insane, dude. So let me see how I can fit this Legends toy in my hoodie. As <laughs> I never, out. man, that was never a Black Panther toy with the Spider-Man set. You know so what I love? I love about the Legends. Friends. You know what I love about the Legends toy is it has the uh, interchangeable claws from different poses, from the open hand, yeah. from like the grip to the fist to the regular open hand. Like I love the hand grips on these. Yo, this Killmonger's crazy. So okay, let's sit the oh Legends my here. God. Wow. You see that? Yeah, that is so sweet of them. Look at that face. Taylor uh, Lambert from Disney, you're awesome. Dude, that's so awesome. sick. All right, look awesome. at that. Look at that beautiful spread. Yeah. Oh my, yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> this look at us looking at ourselves. Books. 
So thank you so much, Taylor Lambert. This is an incredible spread. And thanks for the uh, the non-funk, the Funko we didn't have. Dude, I thought it was going to be just like a second or completely ruined, and this is amazing. <laughs> no, you you right no, no, on the money with right this. Here in front. Hell yeah, right that's here. so All right, sick. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> so that is a lot of glorious toys, guys. Uh, this is beautiful. I'm very excited. So we need to talk about. Black Panther full spoilers, but before we do, we need to talk about the fact that the box office will never be the same again mm-hmm. after this movie dropped. Oh, it has changed I love numbers. All those conservative estimates where it's like, oh, maybe they'll hit a hundred. Maybe seventy-five million. million. Who knows? Who knows? But you know, what? I've been saying this for a while. Uh, when the, the predictions for the numbers have been coming out, people underestimated the black dollar. Let's just call it for what it is. <laughs> It's just, let's just be honest, because people were like, oh, there won't be people who come out in droves, people will bootleg this film, blah, blah, blah. But this movie has garnered repeat viewings. Mm-hmm. People have brought their families out multiple times. One of my best friends back home in Chicago has literally taken his mother along with his nieces, taking his sister along with their ki- her kids, taking his son on three different viewings. Dude. So that may not sound like a lot, but when you multiply that up times the, what, 35, 3,600, maybe 4,000 screens yeah. this came out on, that is what generates those numbers, not to mention pre- pre-sale numbers, you know, things like that. So people underestimated the anticipation, the want to see this, to be a part, to experience this. And that is what has generated this these numbers already. Now, of course, the conversation becomes what about the second week fall off huge oh the movie's no not a huge fall off it's gonna be huge it's still gonna be huge it's already selling out places like I've already looked at numbers of places that are next weekend and the numbers are crazy now Now. you see what I'm saying so it's nuts because people couldn't see it this weekend there was so many theaters last night we had to rechange all of our plans we went to Alhambra (laughs) Alhambra California we went to Alhambra to see Black Panther last night so So, that's what this is doing so luckily her and I were part of a group that we decided back what was it mid early mid January yeah we were like no we're gonna secure our spots we we secured seats for yesterday Mm -hmm. afternoon yeah. In January. Which yeah. I wore this shirt in. That, was it, you did? Yeah. I, I, yeah, thought you, I, thought you had like, I thought you had like four of those, to be honest. <laughs> got those I, I've shit. got a lot of clothes. So I want to just clothes. run through some stats, some numbers, some crazy, and then let you guys dive oh, into please. what this means. Okay. Box office four day was underestimated by seven million yesterday. So the actual total now counted $242 million in four days, what? passing Star Wars The Last Jedi. That means Black Panther passed Star Wars. We knew this was going to be big. I didn't know it was going to be like, hey, every movie ever. Go ahead and just step aside. Okay, quick. and just to give you a little <laughs> bit of context for this, for Black Panther, Star Surpassing, uh, was that uh, episode eight, right? Yeah, yeah. episode eight. eight of Star Wars. Star Wars is a legacy yes. that started Ten back in the 70s. Deep. It's arguably the thank biggest you. film of all time. Right. Arguous. Yes. Thank you, Ronan. Yes. And then film. you have this, and when you really think about Black Panther, he existed uh, for most of people that are seeing the MCU. He existed for how long in Civil War? Mm-hmm. And then now he has his own film. So he's one of those um, non-sequential it's a films. It's an origin movie. It's a solo movie. Exactly. The On the par with, say, Ant-Man mm-hmm. or, say, Thor right. and mm-hmm. so and so forth. And this movie... It's the fifth biggest box office of all time, you know, I, and it's number one in the world, world yes. right now. Just domestically, in four days, it made almost a quarter of a billion with a B dollars. You know what I also attribute this to? I, it's I take grassroots, their myths mm. and I smash them with my Thor hammer. Yes, you should. <laughs> I, I, t- I credit I credit a lot of what this film has generated in box office due to its grassroots marketing campaign. 
the way they have promoted this film has been unlike any other Marvel film. Let's just keep it real. When they dropped the teaser trailer during Game 4 of the NBA Finals... They knew that, what they were doing. That, you know what? I think they had people in the know-how in that room to know, hey... Perfect time to drop it. Let's mm-hmm. do it this. And let's get those Marvel people that don't know that they're Marvel people <laughs> involved now. Everybody who's watching LeBron versus Kevin Durant, we're going to have... probably going to watch Black Panther. But no, not but, even that. Everybody's going to be glued to their television. Yeah. But you're glued to your TV at the NBA Finals no matter what because this, this rivalry that's been built up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you drop a one minute and 30 second teaser that with that one scene with the car flip, not to mention everything else we saw in it, but that one, everybody was like, wait, what? How soon is February? <laughs> but people it, forgot about basketball. You yeah, forgot yeah. about the game. We're like, I don't even get And it. that's the thing is the demographic of people that watch sports is your 18 to 35 demographic you want to nail, but it's also the movie got Time Magazine. Like for yeah. me, that, that, ah. was the, that was the moment for me was like 18 to 35 watching sports. You've got people that watch movie trailers are going to watch movie trailers. For me, when it got Time Magazine, it was everyone that might not watch a movie unless it's an Oscar film. People that go to Lemley instead of Arclight. People it's, that like see those it's, things. It's insane because, I mean, from my knowledge, Black Panther, just the history of it, I mean, it doesn't have the same amount of attention nearly as, let's say, Spider-Man or Thor or X-Men or anything. So the fact that it came out pretty much out of the blue, Mm -hmm. just like that. Well, that's why I wanted to talk to you about it, because you knew Black Panther from Civil War, and you knew Black Panther casually as a Marvel fan. So my, my idea for the show was talking about what it's like to watch a movie only knowing the character from that perspective versus I know the character from Avengers comics and some comics. Yeah. They know the character like the back of their hand. So the idea that the movie affected all of us in such big ways, but we all have different exposure to it. And now like grandmas in Idaho are saying T'Challa and yeah. Baku. And I like, love that. how crazy is it? Like someone knows yeah. who Zuri is like, that's nuts to me. <laughs> so you went into the movie knowing like, Hey, civil war, Hey, black Panther, all yeah. of this. Now that it's made these kind of numbers, how do you think it's going to reshape? Black well, Panther? I, well, you know, I would assume that not, Everyone that watches um, superhero films have grown up reading comics and following comic books and superheroes. So, as myself, um, and I, I personally told you this when I saw Civil War, off the bat, I was like, Black Panther has the sickest costume ever. Yeah. So just aesthetically, you can't take your eyes off him, right? And then it's Chadwick Boseman, which is one of my favorite actors in the game right now. You know, people, I think. I don't even know if they really know what body of work he's done. Took every you biopic. Know, James Brown, <laughs> Jackie Robinson, now Thurgood Marshall. Like, that's no joke. Yeah. Just one of those characters is, like, literally life-changing in real life. And they feel like different roles. Like, all They're of his all work different. feels like a They're different They're all different. Character. He is... People don't talk about it, but he is a character actor. Yeah. He's right up there with the Joaquin Phoenixes, with the Scoop McNary's, with the Christian Bells. You could go into that, yeah. right? But now he has the biggest platform in film, mm-hmm. maybe in the world. And it did this number. And like it, did it did this number. It did that so like in, in a way, it's, it's a little almost not surprising because it deserves every single piece of it mm-hmm. but it's also like wow this came out pretty much out of nowhere except for Civil War and then after that it was like whoa build up build up build up well I think I, I, I agree like, with I agree with the kind of came out of nowhere but I think the one of the big things behind this too we forget uh, when Marvel unveiled their slate at Comic Con that had this on it mm-hmm. you know there was talk of this being a film mm-hmm. and it's been talk of Black Panther having a film for years right yeah. but once you saw it on the slate 
you knew it was official and it was real. You know, we've gone through the iterations where it's been in the comics again since the 60s, where he's been a part of the Fantastic Four right. over and over again. We've gone to the point where he had the cartoon that came on on BET at 2 in the morning. Yeah, yeah things, 2010. Right. Josh Th- things that didn't really garner full-scale attention. Mm-hmm. But when Marvel started becoming this juggernaut and they started saying, we're, we're going to do a bunch of films a lot of people may not be too familiar with. When they did Guardians, if Guardians worked, they could do anything. Yeah. And it did. And then on the slate, you saw Black Panther, and you were like, wait, what? This could change. Until Civil War, when the character was in the film, that's one thing. The post credit scene lets you mm-hmm. know, we're for sure getting this movie. Mm-hmm. And so that already hyped up, no matter what was coming behind it. And for me, it getting 242 million shows that it's not just people that even knew about the slate. To me, this was like the slate showed people like us, like yeah. the, the, sh- the slate showed people that have Marvel talk shows to go to and people that go to Comic Con. 242 million means that people brought their grandmas that probably oh. didn't know who Spider Man was, like possibly didn't know, you know who Spider Man was. I don't like, think we even have to go with the grandmas with it. I'm talking brothers and cousins. Yeah, what you about know? me? I'm talking I have sisters. No yeah. I'm talking friends. I'm, talking I'm a young people, Yeah, yeah, people that are like, oh yeah, you know, I, I read a couple of Marvel comics, you know, back when I don't know about this, you know, Black Panther cat, so and such. Is, is that his name? Black Panther cat? You know? <laughs> uh, I don't know about him uh, so much and so forth, but I I know that I saw Civil War, or maybe they didn't even see, right. see Civil War. Right. But it's like, I, I really appreciate, you know, his gravitas. I would have killed Zemo, you know, for sure, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, and then he has his own thing, and you kind of see the build-up around that. You kind of recognize, or it's like, wow, this means a lot to other people. I never really thought about yeah. it for me. You know, I saw Civil War because everybody was all about, ooh, Iron Man and Captain America. I'm like, I don't know these cats. You know, such as so forth. Pun intended. And then, exactly. Um, yeah, Captain America cat. That's his name, right? <laughs> uh, so, and, and then, so then, cats you know, I, I'll go see delicious. Black Panther. You know, I'm free on that weekend mm-hmm. and such and such. And then see that and have your, have you know, things just turned upside down for you. Just to to be a part of I'm I'm just gonna say it, it's a cultural event. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is it Absolutely. is it is as much of a, an event as I would like to think when Star Wars came out oh, absolutely. and people absolutely. came out in droves to go to a galaxy far, far away. But for this, they go to an Afrofuturistic country called Wakanda that exists on our planet at this time. And they get to dwell into this world of superheroes that we have been a part of all of our mm-hmm. lives. And they get to join that in us. Not only join that in us, but woefully embraced in that world with us, mm-hmm. Wakanda forever. That's a thing, for sure. They they get to experience that, and we get to experience their first time experiencing that, and we get to see them doing cosplay. They don't even realize they're doing the cosplay. cosplay. No, they don't. <laughs> that yeah. first time of them experiencing this, and I'm just so happy to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. So I want to run through some numbers. Yes. And then I want to show a little clip from uh, another very talented man talking about Black Panther <laughs> and then we're just going to dive into spoilers so before we dive into that I gotta say it made 40.2 million on a Monday President's Day sure but on a Monday which is the highest Monday of all time so mm. other movies have had Mondays other movies have had President's Day mm. this one made 40 million on a that's the budget of a lot of mid-range films yes, it, it made it on a Monday on a Monday like that's what like Looper cost like that's in, in a Monday wait <laughs> did you say Looper <laughs> yeah that's right a mid-range quality sci-fi film I said it out loud 
I've talked hey. about it. Uh, I love sci-fi, and I enjoyed Looper. I'm just saying, out of all films, Looper? I went with it. They have to eventually change the day of the week to Marvel instead of Monday. At this point. It's like what we were joking about. We were joking about in the theater, like, the Hollywood sign is going to get changed to Marvel. I'm waiting for Stan Lee to be on the 100. It's coming. I would never spend that bill. So that means it made 201.8 in the three days. It cleared 200 in three days, and then plus that 40.2, 242 million domestic, just stateside, in four days. So that is the second highest of all time, behind only The Force Awakens. Now keep in mind, that's The Force Awakens. That's the first Star Wars back after we were all castrated. That's the Mm -hmm. first Star Wars back after we lost our childhoods. So I'm just saying, like, there was more people waiting for Star Wars, that Star Wars, than arguably any other movie. Like, we had our our childhoods, and then we had the the, the prequel experience, and then we had Force Awakens. So that movie had, like, the big, what, 30 years of grassroots campaign? 30 years of geekdom? 30 years of the internet growing? Black Panther is only behind that one. That's insane. That means it beat... The Avengers, which had five movies of lead up. Mm-hmm. That means it beat Jurassic World, which had three movies and a lot of hype of lead a up. A lot of history. And it beat The Last Jedi, which just came out and also had a ton. Like, this is, there's no underplaying how important this is. Yeah. You cannot tell me there is not a market for this. <laughs> well, you cannot well, I was gonna say go, that. Well, I was going to go to what you said earlier about how, like, uh, bringing brothers and sisters, and not when it comes to grandparents. That's the thing. It did. You had grandparents who had never seen a comic book film, mm-hmm. period. Not a Spider Man, right, not saying, a Blade. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they never, but they, those are the older African American community. They knew that I might not have ever seen one of these, but I'm going to go see this. Yeah. I'm going to be a part of this. And that in itself spoke volumes to what this film means. Like you keep saying, it is an event on such a significant level because of you have, and we've, Koi, you and I, Marquis, we've had all had the discussion. This is the first major blockbuster black superhero led film by a major studio. Mm-hmm. This is the first time this has ever. And yes, we know New Line Cinema and Blade did was, Blade and Blade was marketed was, as a superhero. Nineteen ninety eight, and they advertised it as a thriller. It was and I, a thriller. I, I love Blade. I love, and I love I Blade. Love it. it. I feel like it definitely exploded the MCU. Yeah. I don't know if you've it seen the movie by it's it's my it video, but it's like um, yes, Blade. Blade did that for us. It, it took superhero films from. <laughs> Bad nipples. <laughs> yo, we, yo, we'll into, never drop into, bad nipples into, into what yeah. into what we have now. And we'll so never like we're not taking so away from any other. No, we're not. Right, you're never taking away from like any that. other film. But we are focusing on, on this one. The amazingness of, of this now. one mm-hmm. and what this has done, and, and that the, is what today is the about. encapsulation of what it's become for everybody. The you see, people have never bef- before this film. No one outside of comic book fans knew who the Dora Milaje were. Right, you didn't know that. You didn't know about Shuri. You didn't know who the little girl genius was. Mm-hmm. But now... It's a shame, but now you know. But now you know. <laughs> now you know. And I'd argue Marvel has the best cue to date because Shuri is awesome. I also Shuri. will say... Okay, Disney. I, I don't. Hey, Disney, we opened your box today, so maybe you are watching. Um, I believe that you should put Shuri as your Disney princess, and she should be in uh, Tomorrowland, right? Is what it's oh, called? yeah. Tomorrowland. Put her in a lab in Tomorrowland and have her greet people there. Do a breakfast with Shuri, and you like. I agree. You talk about equations. Talk about science and tech. 
just kids kids need a role model and just like funness and positivity and and let's just have that and they kept her at 16 which is perfect Mm -hmm. that is the perfect age to do that so but we can go further so I want to quickly show a clip from another fan of Black Panther who had this to say he had nothing to say but oh wait now he has something to say Chadwick Michael Lupita uh Daniel, Forrest, Angela, uh, Ryan, uh, congratulations. Deny, uh, what you have done is spectacular. Um, I I watched the film, you know, uh, a couple of days ago, and damn near got brought to tears. You guys have challenged and uh, potentially even shattered a lot of long-time, long-held, false Hollywood beliefs and, and paradigms. I just want to say uh, congratulations to you. I'm, I'm proud and I'm excited, damn near giddy. Uh, congrats, y'all. Go get it. We're going to keep it right there. We're going to keep it right there. For the culture. For the culture. Will Smith. For the culture. Yo, if Hancock is telling y'all that, <laughs> shut up. Yo, just that's how I feel like. Uh, and get, you know Wesley has a video somewhere. Oh, yeah. You know he does. Yo, I'm Mr. Just Fourth of July. I just didn't me, find it. Mr. Fourth of July himself was like, it. by the way, like that's that's to Angela me. Angela Bassett like, has one. Ava has one. Shout out to Lapita who was, remember she said she was trying to get tickets. Yeah, to go I remember see that her driving around. Yeah, because she forgot. She, she was, was like, like oh, I'm trying well, to, everybody was like, why would you try to get tickets? She's like, I want to support the film. So, but one of the screenings I was in had a family of eight go in together, and they were all, like, the closest-knit family I've seen, and it was a great-grandma, a grandma, a son, and then the kids, and it was eight people total, and that's why I keep going back to grandmas, because the grandma I had to talk to, because it was the cutest thing to see that interaction, the great-grandma hadn't been to a movie since, like, 1976, I think she said, Uh, so the grandma hadn't been out to theater, she hadn't seen any of this stuff, and she was so, like, you, you know when you see like a little kid in the movie theater how they're just like this was a great grandma just in it living it experiencing it and for me that means she missed every 1976 means she missed every major superhero movie. Yeah. to yeah. me that means she didn't even see like Michael Keaton's Batman she like yeah. Adam West wouldn't even have been like that's insane so she came out to see Black Panther so to me that 240 plus million everyone is seeing this movie yes, and that everyone. means everything so i have plenty of spoilers i have plenty of things i want to talk about so internet if you're watching this and you haven't seen black panther yet this is going to be spoilery yes at this point we haven't been spoilery but now is the point of the spoilery so go see the movie and then come back to us for the spoilery and then at the end of this we're going to wave again and we have news so we want to leave with black panther at the end we've got a couple things to talk about but for the next bit this is going yeah. to be spoiler and i'm sorry for our itunes people um the reason why we can't give you a timestamp is that we literally sit here and we talk until um, Aunt Manthony in the booth is like, hey, you have to stop talking now. Tell's <laughs> <laughs> so, done. So that's <laughs> done. <laughs> so yeah. we very much apologize for that. So I think we go in uh, some semblance of order, break it all down, and then uh, we'll have a more Let's just talk about the very, yeah. the very, very beginning of this film. Yes. Since we're going to talk about spoilers. But real quick, um, if you want to join us next week, we will have a stunt woman, also Adora Malache. Yeah. Um, on the show next week, that'll be February 27th at 2 p.m. Uh, PST, uh, we'll be talking about behind the scenes and what it's like being part of a Marvel movie, especially being a Dora Milaje. So that will be next week. 
Um, I don't know how spoilery that will get, but that should We're, give you enough time. It's already time. done now, so I mean, if we do it now, it shouldn't matter. No, no, no. No, for iTunes people that have oh, that are waited like, two weeks to see it. They waited two weeks to see it. Yo, some, I got my life to live, Marvel movie I don't think, I don't think no, nobody. No, no. Now they're living wrong. You're, you're living wrong if you waited two weeks to see Black Panther. That life, no, no, no. No, you're living wrong. But let us continue. So we're going to, let's go chronologically. Let's break this experience down. Sterling K. Brown! So the very oh beginning, so those who don't understand, the oh movie God, opens, if you have to pay attention, the movie opens where you oh. hear a voice that says, Baba, Baba is African for father, which I love they kept that. Tell me a story about home. And Sterling K. Brown is telling the story of how Wakanda came to be. And it gives you the origin of Wakanda right then and there from the media writing. to the mm-hmm. point. Quick to the point from so the media writing. mathematics to set yes. the tone of the With the, with the sand. And welcome, all of you people that didn't realize that that was Sterling K. Brown's voice. Yes. To oh. this point, welcome to our moment. I The second... I knew. No, he I said, knew. For me, it was like three words. Viewing. He said like three words, and I was like, oh, this is us. I'm going to cry. It's going to happen. <laughs> my first viewing after the ancestral plane mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Michael Bay Jordan. <laughs> um, after that, then I was like, oh, my God. That was Sterling. That was Sterling. We're Shuri. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear him tell the story of how what I loved about him telling the story was not just the fact the vibranium hit and the tribes and the situations, how they came together in one split, but everything in the world that literally happened. They literally talked about slavery. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like they did. Because didn't, you know how people are about that. But no, you did, what I'm saying is you didn't omit it. Because mm-hmm. they were saying how Wakanda saw how the world was falling apart mm-hmm. from World War II, slavery, all these different elements. But Wakanda said, you know what? We're not going to deal with that. That, we, that doesn't affect us. It which we can recognize. Right, which we can recognize. Different, different things that happen having, in our life. That's why you have the isms. That's why you have ableism. Ab- absolutely. And, and such. You have to be and very aware. I love movies that reference things as happening in the history of the world, but also how it affected that culture that doesn't necessarily exist. Like, yes. we're talking about a fictional land that was affected by something that did exist. So not only does that go, hey, this is something that needs to be discussed, but it also goes, hey, this actually happened. These are the ramifications. Maybe pay attention world without being like, this is political commentary. Yeah. Like it was the perfect blend of, of subject matter. Yes, where you have that first ruler, uh, Bashinga, I believe mm-hmm. his name was, mm-hmm. uh, the first Black Panther. You have that first one where he's just like, you know what? Uh, we have mountains surrounding us and they don't really know that we're here and uh, we can make do with this stuff. We're and, good. You know, we're good. So how about we just uh, lay quiet for a second and we do us. And if, and to hear that it is the most technologically advanced nation mm-hmm. in the world from jump. Yeah, from it wasn't like oh, all of a sudden they they went leaps and bounds from the moment they had the vibranium, vibranium culture. <laughs> it was like yeah. A B C. Ronan, so, how did you like this like opening sequence and how they told it? They did it like in sand, where the sand uh, comes alive. It, it, I love because it was so it was to the point. It was immediate, and it. I mean, it was in. Elements like you said that we've never seen them before. That, that's really strange sand, and how it. For me, I love that it was like a very big thank you and I love you to Mother Nature. They're Ooh. like, hey, this is in the center of the planet. It's a place called Africa. If you haven't forgotten about it, it's incredible. The planet's resources are incredible. We need to take care of this planet. It's like Wakanda to me was just a beautiful metaphor for just the entire earth how we should like love it and embrace it and take care of it and take care of the people that live on it because we only have one planet 
and we only have one Wakanda. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. just from that, from the top, it was like, whoa, everyone can relate to this. Did you? Everyone is a human. Everyone can relate to the beauty of Mother Nature. And then, boom. And then and the story made Black sense Panther. going in that way, like as a non, because there's so many characters in the movie that have that have names that are hard to pronounce if you haven't heard them. These yeah. are characters like I didn't know how to say Njobu until I, I watched the movie, mm. uh, and it did it as a as a viewer that didn't know the history of the comics. Did the way they showed exposition like that launch you into the world, so you were like invested up? Absolutely, because you know um, they could have easily spent maybe the first ten, fifteen, twenty minutes explaining the origins and the mm-hmm. background and doing it very step-by-step, step. but this was a beautiful kind of fast-forward motion of the four rulers, the that hand. Yeah. That was so oh, cool. The four hands. Oh, yeah. The hands that came together. That yeah. was so cool. Love that. Um, it, it was, yeah, It the fact that that's how the movie starts, you, you can't, you can't take your eyes off. You can't, you have no time to disconnect or anything. You're in it. Yeah. Like, There's other, Here we go. There's also one other big thing that we have to point out. It's always been said, even through historical research and scientists, that Africa is the cradle of civilization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is what we were shown throughout this. Scientifically you know, proven. Scientifically yeah. proven. And Killmonger mentions it, and which I love, which we'll get to later. But Killmonger and his perspective is, in my opinion... I, I, Loki's right there. Those two, I think, are my favorite villains in all of the eighteen films. And when you think about it, Loki had he's three, way more time to three get movies exactly. To That's get why I'm so torn. That. And Michael Bay Jordan, call Shows him that up. from now on. Michael Bay, Michael. I'm not calling him Michael, Michael Bay. Bay Jordan. I'm not calling him Michael, Michael Bay, Bay Jordan. Jordan. Michael Bay Jordan. I'm, I'm calling him Michael, he's, Michael he's B. All, he's all of our base. He's all of our base. <laughs> but let's be honest. He brought it. He's our base. This one showing of Killmonger. To me, caught up to Loki, who was up until this point what I thought was the shining example of what because he was a villain. Because he was a villain, you actually were like, he got a point. Mm -hmm. You got a point, and you know what? I know, (laughs) and I if I don't know, then I understand the circumstances that you are coming from. I get why you are like this. In T'Challa's own words, he is a monster of our own Making. making. Yeah. Not only that, but he has. He has the possibility and he has the tools to go forth with his plan. And then when you think about his plan, it's like, oh, you're wrong. You're so wrong. But, but you're I, right. But I get it. did it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But Nakia has a better vision and what, of these plans. The most fascinating thing for me was that they gave him the superior origin story. If you look at it on paper, to me, what I got out of this movie was, hey, wait a second. Spider-Man Homecoming did an amazing job making the Vulture so likable because he was the underdog. Oh, wait, is Killmonger the orphan that was raised on the streets that had to be his own man that was self-reliant that goes to another culture and goes, what are we doing wrong and tries to spread the love around to fix the planet? Oh, my God, is Killmonger the good guy? They gave him a superhero origin and they gave the hero the origin that is harder to identify with. If you look at the actual origin of Black Panther, he was born into royalty but earns it. That is a hard thing to understand. When you're a billionaire and you're like, I still respect my people, I am amongst my people, I care for my people, that is such a hard thing to wrap your brain around. So, Especially for Americans right now. And he walks the streets. He walks the streets. And he's got only two Two. guards and they're back. They're not with them. He's with his people. So for me, Killmonger was so identifiable because if you look at superhero origins, Killmonger's is the more, oh, I get that guy. And that was brilliant writing. Yeah. Please, Ronan. No, no, no. Please go Uh, ahead. For me, Killmonger represented the African-American, right? When the rest of the characters are based and from actually Africa. So his viewpoints were, hey, our people have been mistreated in this country of America for 
almost two centuries. Mm-hmm. So that's why you could kind of like, yeah, you know, he has these really like extreme viewpoints, but he's totally right in a way because his people, from what he's learned about growing up in America and then going to the military, which is a whole another conversation of very Ooh. interesting viewpoints. Ooh, hard to say. deal with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His viewpoint is kind of like, yeah, you are totally right. And he's almost like a villain that you... He kind of becomes like a hero slash villain. Yeah, slash yeah. Well, okay, you know, like four, like four forth, centuries, but close, close to five. Yeah, exactly. But with what you're saying, I, I enjoy that viewpoint where it's like, yes, he is the only one out of... Uh, well, besides for Everett Ross, that um, <laughs> actually comes um, from an American viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And his American viewpoint, and then that's something that is established in the film, where it's like, I've learned from the colonizers. I know how they think. think yep. I know how to bring them down. And when you really think about it, another interesting theme, underlying theme for this film is um, Western imperialism. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I love and them calling them colonizers, man. Every time they, they I think it was only two or three times they said it, but every time I was like, when Shuri <laughs> Don't scare me like that colonizer. Like that moment was such a... The whole theater exploded. What an on-demand so joke. What an in-universe joke that lands so right and so funny and is so like, good God, that is what perspective. What the... Like, as I've never been anything but, but a also, American. We have to remember, M'Baku, he felt the kind of the same way, but from the local perspective. Indeed. Be, because he was up... Remember when he initially challenges T'Challa, mm-hmm. his thing was, I'm challenging you because you all are relying on your technology and your vibranium that is being, that's being led by a 16-year-old child. Mm-hmm. You've, you've strayed away from what our culture should be. You know, granted, we're here, but you have that Western mind state using the technology and all that. Mm-hmm. So he had a point, too. They all did. It was it was a Netflix series-esque ability yeah. to tell that many arcs. I think this was Marvel's, and this is a big statement, I think this was Marvel's most dense arc landing of any movie. Yes. Every single yes. character landed their oh arc, and every God. single character had something to say, and it didn't feel out of character. Anytime like Angela Bassett did something in her screen time, we're like, that's something she'd do. Anytime Forrest Whitaker made a movie, I'm like, that's a thing. And we just met them. It's like we've lived with these characters forever, because their arcs landed and like, the trajectory is beautiful. Yeah, that and the Easter eggs involved yeah. in this film are rival to Guardians. Mm-hmm. If not Mm-hmm. More because it does Marvel Easter eggs and then it does cultural Easter eggs. Like for instance, um, T'Challa's line after you know that uh, I'm, I'm not going to call him smarmy, but whatever. That guy in the UN is like, what can a nation of farmers <laughs> give to the rest of the world? <laughs> T'Challa was like, fam, let me take this real quick. That little smirk, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh so I good. live for that smirk. I live for that. Um, but no, where he said, you know, uh, I, I'm sorry, the exact phrasing of it, but it was basically um, the brave and the wise build bridges mm-hmm. and the weak build, build uh, walls. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, basically that. Please correct me, chat room, so I can say it uh, for real for what it means. But that's an old African proverb. I mean, and that is just a little dip in the layers Oh my God, the layers that exist, the cultural and the Marvel layers that exist in this film. I mean, I would love to have an hour to just <laughs> dwell into everything, going from like Shuri's symbol on her shirt to it. going, oh, oh, go ahead. In a time of crisis, the wise build bridges while the foolish build walls. Mm. There we go. It feels like something that needs to be discussed more often. I, I know, right? 
I, Isn't it? I, I love because that, we are all one tribe. And everyone is going to see this movie, so people yes. that might not have this perspective can go, "Oh wait, if the good guy thinks that and I don't think that, how do I feel about?" Not to get political on the show, I know you guys. I, I understand how it's a tricky yeah, thing on a superhero well, show, but it is really important to have that perspective, even if you disagree with it. It's important to see it. Yeah, I, we do not need a Thanos to be one tribe. You know, and that was the yeah. thing, and I love that too about this film. This is an MCU film, right? Mm-hmm. The only outside element of the MCU you got was Everett Ross and mm-hmm. uh, Ulysses Klaw in a sense. But well, be, he was from South Africa. But yes, he was well. He he's known because he stole vibranium, so that's yeah. why he was branded. But as a whole, this movie stood alone. There was no well, you know, in America right now, there's right. Iron Man doing this, or there's a there's a oh, monster. There was yeah. none of that. This stood alone. Now, when you bring out some of the extra elements, I will say this: Andy Circus. Granted, we talk about a lot of the cast. Is it just me, or did it seem like Andy Circus had the most fun he's had? Oh my being this character, he was yeah. filled with a maniacal glee, and I was here for <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I want his soundtrack. Link, I want the link. I, I want actually, the number one single. Me, baby, don't hurt me. When I interviewed him, I asked him that. It didn't make it into the Nerdist video, oh. but I have what is on his SoundCloud. Yes, I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that today, and I'm gonna put that on my Twitter. Please, he said, "What is oh, on?" Oh, that's so good. Cloud. It was just he had so much fun as the character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even, you know, the interactions with Killmonger, the the back and forth with, with Everett Ross and everything. And even to the moment when he died, which, again, which said it was spoilers, which you <laughs> never expected. Especially in the first act, like, into the first act, into the second, like, like really wait, kicking wait, off Killmonger. Like, I was like, I was like, oh, we're just going to do this. And huh? they did it so smart. They <laughs> shot him, didn't show him actually. Get, they saw him get shot in the chest, but they didn't show the final shot of him getting killed. Yep. So I was like, oh, it's a superhero movie. He's going to come back in the next movie. And then he's dragging his <laughs> body. <laughs> body. I was like, oh, oh. Like, he's dead, dead. Brilliant editing. Hey, brilliant hey, storytelling. Michael B. Jordan just like, hey, man, I, I got something for you real quick. But hold on. I, I cannot say quick. enough about Killmonger. The comedy, the the hey auntie. The hey auntie the, is the greatest. Oh like, my like god, the, that hey auntie. The casual hey humor of oh. Michael B. Jordan and the flashbacks to him as a child talking to his dad was some of the most painful. Like it was so emotive, and like they look like. I love the two families looking like families. The the kid looked like young Michael B. Jordan, yes, he and he did. looked like he could be related to the Sterling K. Brown. So when you that twist, which if you read the comics is not as big of a twist, because in the comics they're not cousins, right? No, 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 no. It's just it's just a Wong Khan and his kidnap. Yeah, what it, it still is kind of a. Um, uh, it's kind of is that still storyline where it's like his father was killed um, because of you know Wakandian you know things but it involves a a Shibe I believe a Shibe and Claw and then you know he's orphaned Mm -hmm. in America Harlem uh, and yeah but it's still the yeah arguably (laughs) one of the sickest physical builds oh oh my god God, what? I mean, what a that was ceremonial scarification. As a dude, you gotta appreciate yeah. that. But, but the thing was, his weird. wasn't even Ooh. ceremonial, though. He did it. They no, no, changed no. it. I know it was. That's a lot. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's the Mercy Tribe. No, it's I based off the, the crocodile. Yeah, off the crocodile scar. But yeah. the way they did respect for the work ethic and working out like that, dude. Holy crap! Like, yeah, it's right up. Yo, he wasn't like that for Creed. Yeah, at that moment. Yeah. Okay, at that moment. I'll say this at that moment, Mark, he, he was Michael Bay Jordan. I was like, I was, <laughs> 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 it was I was like, hey, fan, dude. I was like, hey, fan, what's up? 
shine. He's ours. Black Panther. Yeah. He's ours. Like, what, what type Jordan. of vegan protein you been eating? More? <laughs> oh, oh. You vegan. better release that workout. Let's talk about vegetarians. Wait, we should talk. We should talk in like. so good. Should we tangent forever to Jay's? Can we talk about Mbaku? Can we talk about Jay's forever? Like, yeah, dude. Yes. Can we talk about Winston Duke? Nobody really wanted. Nobody. You know, we looked at Winston Duke when you heard he was cast as Mbaku. First of all, if you know the comics, which they could have called this, he's known as Manape in the comics. Mbaku is known as Manape, which is, hey, the 70s were a hell of a drug. It was a hell of a drug. But when you, you know, you didn't know how. How prolific this character would be in the film and then after the trials you know after T'Challa beats him in the trials to officially take on the mantle of the king mm-hmm. and then what happens when Killmonger comes and you search the throne and then you have Ramona and you have uh, Shuri and Nakia go to his with Ross and first of all when Ross starts trying to talk and Mbaku just sits there and goes <gasps> <laughs> and he's still, <laughs> but wait, he, if you notice, <laughs> Ross doesn't catch on at first. He's like, and so yeah, so we still <laughs> got to keep trying to do it. <laughs> and just more of them start barking. He said, You say one <laughs> more word. He said, You say one more word. I'm going to feed you my children. And the look of <laughs> every K Ross's face. The entire theater goes. <laughs> and then he was like, <laughs> But if you remember the story of gorillas, which they worship, gorillas are vegetarian. And which is such says, a great joke. I'm kidding. You might, I'm kidding. We're and vegetarian. Laughs he, laugh like, he laughs at his own vegetarian joke for so, so long. hard. I love it. Because you can tell I that, wasn't, that wasn't in the script. And, and that was a real laugh. The, and yeah. the, the humor in this movie, like Shuri's humor, Mbaku's humor, and the physical humor. One of the things I was yeah. so surprised about that Marvel nailed with this, and, and Ryan Coogler nailed with this, is after you have this intense car chase scene with Denai Guerrero, and we got to talk about her in a second. Yeah. On the top of that car, when the joke lands of the of her sliding <laughs> down, I was like, "How did they? Na- that joke is amazing." It just landed perfectly. Oh my god! And uh, you know, let me just bring it up, uh, Ronan. What, what are those? <laughs> Everybody got to bring up the water those sneakers. That's Ronan. so good. Like I call them. No, sir. was like, I call them. Listen, I call them sneakers. <laughs> No, and it's, the Back it's, to the Future reference. It's that old sneakers. American film that Baba used to Back watch. Back to the Future yeah. reference, the yeah. self-lace sneakers. Oh, or like again, like this is what Marvel. Or it does. could actually be sneakers. This is what Marvel does epically. They'll make extremely beautiful, thought-out drama scenes, and then when he's like, he yawns and he's like, "Are you done?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything's done. Kids, are you done? Oh. Are you done? Or, he, like, or even when he gets off the plane, when he gets off, like, okay, when he gets off the ship, and he first arrives back in Wakanda. And he, T'Challa, uh, Okoye, and Nakia get off the plane. And he's like, I'm sorry. Uh, Nakia's, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. And then Shuri goes, did you freeze? Like an antelope yes. in there. Like, like an antelope like The moment of did you freeze in the movie, though, that they set up in the trailer, we'd seen that did you freeze. But so you didn't understand what it was all going to lead to. If you yeah. see Black Panther in full suit, which, like, it's an amazing oh. Batman suit. You know what I mean? You've got this badass suit. Yep. And then yes. you see the most badass suit guy go, Hey. hey. Oh my god. The whole theater exploded. The whole theater exploded. Everyone's been hey. that guy, but never in a Black Panther suit. He was like, hey. he looked he was like, hey. Nakia. Hey. Nakia. <laughs> but then T'Challa was talking about comedy, like, man. When T'Challa was like, so, so y'all done? Are y'all, so y'all, y'all, y'all done? They landed what it's like to try to talk to a girl while being a superhero. They oh. landed a Looney Tunes joke with that car. Yes, they yeah. did. They landed cannibalism. They landed sibling rivalry. We should talk about Oh, oh, we should talk about Q. We should talk about Marvel's oh Q. Oh my god! Shuri, talk about Shuri. Every joke landed so hard. When for she me. showed him the new suit, and she told him, she was like, 
She was like, first of all, get the suit to come on. He got the suit on. <laughs> then she said, strike it. And he was like, you sure? And then he kicks it. She was like, not that hard. It's like a mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> she literally is a scene stealer. She, this, this girl, yeah. watch out for her. She's about to explode. She, she can yeah. do any genre ever. She yeah. scene stealer, man. The, coach, you know, the, the same you. person that discovered her is the person that discovered. Um, I, I was reading this Leonardo DiCaprio and said that she was the next Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. I could, you know what? Yeah. I, could, perhaps, I you, can see it. If you I saw her it. in this past Black season of Black Mirror and Black Museum, mm-hmm. to go from that to this, she was in Doctor he- Doctor Who as well. Yeah. Letitia Wright is a force to be reckoned with within the acting realm, and uh, now to be a part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. To be a young a young girl in the MCU and to be to be younger looking, her longevity in this in this in this, in this genre in this franchise is as long as she wants it to be. Exactly. I want to see her suit up. I want to see her suit up because Shuri in the comics is such a great Black Panther. Shuri in the comics is such a great Black Panther, and I need I need this yes. because Shuri that comedy, her tech know how, her fighting, like I want that so bad. Yes. Like Shuri, Shuri suits up. Shuri wears the Black she Panther mantle. Yes, no, she like rocks it. She becomes huh. Black Panther because he can't because the child becomes incapacitated. At, can't at, at that particular point, he can't. He's wow. literally comatose, yep. and somebody I'm has so to take over the mantle. Having of a Black Comic fan here she is so goes exciting. through the entire <laughs> ritual. She goes through like she, it to earn she it. She goes through it. She does the heart shaped herb, but um, it's different in the comics where she takes heart shaped herb and she goes to you know the Panther God uh, Bast, and mm. it's like I'm ready to become Black Panther. And at that point, the God's like, "No, you're too arrogant. This isn't going to happen." And she goes. Um, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, she so, designed it. So yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. So yeah. she has. She, so she, she has gets like, to wear her own design. And she's got the Iron Man yeah. ability to know the suit better than anyone. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's an Iron great. Woman. Iron Man knows the suit. Like, you have that play. Yeah. And I, I love that she was so captivating Something, that I want to see that. And let's just do this little tangent real quick. Because uh, Infinity War trailer, you have Iron Man doing the Bleeding aid, uh, ble- bleeding Edge um, armor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, we were waiting for, let's be honest. He's been in a clunky suit for like a while. <laughs> um, in Black Panther, they establish that Shuri has invented the Bleeding, bleeding Edge armor she does that for black panther yeah, so all i want to know <laughs> since infinity wars after all of this happens is does she have tony try out the black uh well try out the iron man suit like she does I, to they have to team up. Well, no 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 i want her i want her to be, be like um this this is new armor for you um, hey, colonizer colonizer i want i want shuri and peter hit parker today i want spider-man and, i want peter parker and shuri today i want to see him with them too <laughs> i want two science geeks just geeking out at each other and i want to see that interaction so I want this is what you call webbing yeah this is what you call webbing that's nothing right like um just because it works does not mean it cannot be exactly you know that's a great line that lets you know that that apply to a lot of the things I think one of the biggest parts, too, is that there are some questions that still have to be answered. Like, we in the film, we see that T'Challa takes what is supposedly the last heart-shaped mm-hmm. herb. It's supposedly. Mm. Will, they, will they be more found? You oh, know? no, no. I'm, I'm sure they will be able to grow more. You know, they, just, have, they have the capacity to, but I assume that it takes so long that the reason why they have so many because I the is long, yeah. because it... It takes a while. Perhaps it takes a generation, and they've had these generations going on back to back. Mm-hmm. So to burn all of those 
is oh jeez that's that's a hell of a thing we need to talk about the man we haven't talked about Chadwick Boseman yet we haven't talked about a lot so we've we're, been we're, fanning the out the show's in about an hour things. and we've yet to talk about the man oh himself oh my god Chadwick I kind of, Boseman I kind of, should, should we <laughs> kind of hinted it I, so yeah. Chadwick Boseman we should, we should. in the open yeah. epic uh, I want to say one. Uh, can I mention that the last kid in the movie, Alex Hibbert, was only in amazing movies to date, and I think he's Patriot. Can Moonlight. I mention that? Can I mention that I think he's Patriot? I think that kid is Patriot. I think, better be. I they said he is. Yeah, I think he's alive. I think he, they said he is somebody because it is. Okay that's my that. theory. I, I think, think okay. because I think, if you notice, it, it was up. too obvious he's, that he's too big of a part. It's too big. Doesn't it set it up though for him to be Patriot after we came out of Civil War? Koi Key confirms. Koi Key confirms. I think that kid's Patriot. Koi Key. Koi Key confirms. Koi Key. Uh, so I think that's happening. Is that what we are? Moonlight Shy. <laughs> Moonlight Shy and now, Black Panther. I on. think he's Patriot. So Black Panther himself is a character that is so hard to get right because it's James Bond meets politics, meets history, meets culture, meets Batman. meets Batman. And Chadwick Boseman does not meets African culture. It's so important that Chadwick Boseman was everything and and open to being a king and landing this because the movie is around him but the supporting cast is so strong that if he wasn't strong it would have been a tricky like yeah. leveling act and then, he nailed it and then also you have to depict this character that is he we haven't really had this he is a king and the way that he is defined is by the country that he rules by the people that he surrounds himself with i mean people are all caught up in things like you know game of thrones or um you know other properties that they see uh, royalty depicted in um i mean for this in fictional not in real life and we love you know confrontation in mm-hmm. those particular instances we love to see um oh this person's about to kill this person mm-hmm. or dogs are going to eat this person finally kind of a thing and with this property you get, I feel, for me personally, as close to a real world scenario as you would get for this person that was born into this circumstance and this expectation of being a ruler of a country that is untouched by colonism, which we, we uh, colonialism, which we have not run across before because it just it it's very few instances exist in our world right. for this not only that but is surrounded and this is what tradition he's surrounded by these warrior women and by warrior women i mean his consul i mean ramonda um played by angela bassett his mother i mean um, Okoye, played by Denai Guerrera, as his general. I mean, Nakia, played by the Wakandan spy. Uh, I, I mean, Shuri, played by the the head of the Wakandan design group. And keeping in mind that Wakanda has had their hands in delivering technology into the world, um, you know, under the radar for since, well, since before they established in the MCU, which they established in 1992, before then. So you have this person, and I guess what I'm really adjust, uh, addressing right here is the criticisms that people, some people have had with T'Challa. And they're like, oh, I wanted more T'Challa. I wanted him to be more ferocious. I wanted him to be more such and such. And I'm like, that's so been this, there, done that. You know? This is a person that I would want to be my leader. Someone mm-hmm. that has the admiration and the respect and leads the people around him. He is a good man mm-hmm. trying to be a good king. We've had two. We had two lines that stuck out 
that tie into exactly what you said. One, when you had it, it's hard for a good man to be king. Well, three lines. It's hard for a good man to be king. By Tashaka. You get to decide what type of king you you become. Mm-hmm. And I forgot the exact words that Ramona told Ramona told him when it was his time to take his place as the throne. Yeah. So because everyone wants him to be this type of king, we're all putting our concepts and our thoughts of what type of king we want the title to be. Yeah. But granted, we know it's a written character. <laughs> but Chadwick Boseman, the actor who portrays him, has to figure out what type of person do I want this king to be? Mm-hmm. What again? I always will go back to the king that walks the streets of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. He is the king, the ruler. And they showed that twice, which I love. Twice. Yeah. yeah. That was so important. He's so in the streets. He's part of his people. He's yeah. just, I'm, hang, I'm chilling. I'm kicking it. We all just out here. So we have to get to the news because okay. it's been an hour of review. We're going to have a long wow. show. And I, I, the internet, please. One last thing. Yes. How do we feel about the Soul Stone? It's in the Acropolis. It definitely is. There's no way it's not. That's how he talks to the dead. That's where the heart burns come from. And that's why the sand is so orange. That's why the sand is orange. That's right there. I'm just waiting. It's just that I'm glad we didn't. (laughs) But you know what? I'm glad at at first. And I I was one of those people who thought we were going to talk about it in the film. Nah. No. No, I'm glad they never did. I'm glad they never. Let's do that in this movie that comes out in May. We get to that point, but we all know it's there. I would also and like plus, uh, a gif of that moment of of, uh, of the, <laughs> the orange sand high five of Black Panther. Black, also, <laughs> the reason you know the Soul Stone is in Wakanda. Come on with me, Marquia. Black people have soul. Oh, we love soul. All right, <laughs> love the South. So I also think in the sequel we get Namor. By the way. Oh, oh, I, I didn't. I didn't well, his enjoy toy, that. His I toys. That. I did also there's a display that had his toy out. I think Namor is in two, and I think they're going to tie in the history of Wakanda <laughs> with the history of Black Panther. And I think the grandfather we see in that opening segment has deals with Namor, and then things fall apart, and we have to deal with like the ramifications of that in Black Panther too. Uh, those, that would mm. be interesting. It, it would be what um, Hudlin had, you know, like set forth, you know, yeah. at that point. Um, I have no problem with that being the the sequel. Also, I love Doomor. Yeah. Um, in the sense, in the sense that it's a good continuance, and I think that in the right hands, it could be done very well. 100%. But um, talking about Soul Stone, though, um, uh, somebody on Twitter, and I'm sorry, I forget who brought it up, said that, uh, hey, how about Soul Stone is buried within the vibranium meter, and it took them a while to actually mine it. Mm. So then, uh, when as soon as they, and actually, this is me uh, ex- exfoliating all on that as soon as they you know be like hey oh what the crap is this and then Thanos is like oh I, I smell it I, I smell a stone see. before before we leave to news shiny diver x shiny diver x in the live chat the final battle taking place on a literal underground railroad I did not see that oh that oh, is beautiful. yeah yeah Wow. Yeah, that's, I just uh, wanted to give credit to that because that is not, not as, that there were so many allegories and metaphors. I can't wait to dissect this film like a book. Hey, I did not. See that's that. an interesting point to make. And when you bring it up, bury me and see, bury me and see, like my body and my ancestors who knew it was better to die die than be in bondage. Just, uh, just the just live that. chat. Thank you for pointing out things I didn't even mm. see. Uh, we got to get to the news because right, we, we've dove an hour. Uh, I wanted to make yeah. sure we we earned this. Holy uh, crap! And, and we could, so much more. I can there's another, so much to talk. I can about go another that. two. Laura it's alone. A, it's, this is a historical moment in the world. It is film. a cultural moment. It really so, is. Aunt Manthony, is it cool America to go another like fifteen? Ruled this weekend. <laughs> Sorry, Thanks, America. I'm just I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, Thanks, America. Okay, cool. So now we end spoilers for those 
those watching on YouTube and those listening, fast forward. It's quite the spoiler episode. Uh, we are going to go to the news, and first, I have been very, very excited and calming myself about the glory that is the Deadpool trailer, meaning that marketing is beginning. We got a marketing startup. That right there is the very first standee. And that is is my boy <laughs> Wade riding a unicorn in a cinema as one should do. And that unicorn seems some stuff. Does he have his thumb in his mouth? I think because so. I hope he does. Thumb in mouth, gun in other because hand. Because either that or like like a shh. Because he's riding his unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Oh and let's, I adore Let's that. just say the mane of that unicorn is probably a bit crusty from the experiences I, they've had together. I think it's uh, a, I'm riding my unicorn. <laughs> that is, ex- oh yeah, it is, it, is a, it is a finger up. Yeah. Uh, I need the world to know that marketing for Deadpool is some of the best movies you ever see. Mm-hmm. Uh, the marketing for Deadpool 1, I think, changed marketing. That trailer dropping means marketing to Deadpool 2 is gearing up. I'm excited. So you're going to yes. see. Yes, I want Deadpool has to host SNL. Oh, good God. I would lose my mind. Not Ryan Reynolds. Not Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Or at least have him have like two to three sketches where he just appears. I don't know. You think, the, sure. you think the sketch is going okay like SNL does? <laughs> and then Deadpool shows up with like a chimichanga and uh, just walking he, through. And he has in. a boom box with like whatever he feels he like just playing that night. Into the frame. <laughs> yeah. And then that's the all you need. Wall, all the fourth wall jokes he can make, just breaking the fourth wall. He can, oh, yeah. he can literally. Yeah, I'm saying just three. It's just an three. SNL set. He can three. literally break fourth wall. He could break walls, breaking the fourth wall on a live show tell on me, air. Tell me Give it doesn't me relate to people that aren't Marvelites it's also. It's oh. like there's this weird guy in a suit and he just did something. I want it. I want it so bad. So Deadpool's begun ramping up. That is only a news story that I wanted to fully flesh out because it's my boy, but that is a standee that I am making bigger news. Uh, mm-hmm. We also have Spider-Verse details that dropped this week, and I hadn't realized how little they talked about Live Schreiber is in Spider-Verse, ah. which is exciting. I think he's craven, by the way. Uh, I can see him being craven. I'm, 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 I'm going to go ahead and drop that. More Koike confirms this week. Well, I, think, I think he's craven. But see, I thought, they, I thought they were doing a craven film. I, I thought they were let's do it Koikia Koi- oh yeah, so, like, yeah yeah Koikia let's Koi-Kia. do the whole Marvel movie news I like together. that Koikia Koikia confirms that sounds Craven nice. it does I like it so but I thought they scent. were but I thought they were doing no, I, I, I'm fine with that but I was told because I was under depression because they were doing Venom mm-hmm. Silver mm-hmm. and Black mm-hmm. Mysterio supposed to be coming and Craven, Bruce Campbell's wait, Mysterio. Wait, right? Mysterio? How did I miss this? Yeah, you didn't hear they're supposed to be doing a Mysterio Ooh. film. Think about the visuals yeah. you could do Inception style with Mysterio, oh, and that's why. And that's like, why, yeah. die, like Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange type visuals with Mysterio. That'd be amazing. That's what I, Bruce yes. Campbell. Bruce Campbell, I think, is my Mysterio because Spider-Man oh One, God. Two, and Three with Sam Raimi, they kept leading up to him being bigger and bigger. What if the best meta joke is you make that character finally land and he's Bruce Campbell's Mysterio? That, that voice coming out of the oh fishbowl. Oh my God! Ooh. Oh my God! No. I got weird casting. Oh my God! Dad. No. I got weird casting. <laughs> uh, so I uh, think Live Schreiber is Craven because the animation style would be really cool to have him like hunting and going through the jungle. Yeah. And, like mm-hmm. then have a, the jungle of New York. What he did is what he did a saber tooth. There it is. There we go. Oh, yeah. So there's the magic. We're all on the same page. So they interviewed Live Schreiber over Collider, and he said, quote, it was actually the animation team, the guys who were working out. I saw their work and said, wow, these guys are special. And it is. It's going to be pretty special from what I've seen so far, and I haven't seen much, but it's pretty special. They're super talented. Just working with them in the brief time that they did in my stuff, I've been in a bunch of these different situations, and these guys have their ducks in a row, and they're collaborative. That's what I love about it, but it's also anamorphic. Ooh, I don't know if I should have said that, he says with a laugh. If that's something you didn't know about the film, is that it's amazing for an animated film to do 
do that well. Anamorphic is the stretched out format, and it really is a much broader, bigger canvas, which is unusual for animation, because you're generally trying to focus on the action. These guys have decided to go anamorphic with it, and it's stunning. If you've seen that trailer, you already get a sense of what it is. I have never thought about the fact that the aspect ratio in an animated film could change everything. Wait. That's brilliant. Wait. Can I cut back really quick to Black Panther? Yes! Really quick. <laughs> Wait, oh my god, did let you me notice... hand you a, an action figure. <laughs> wait, 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 did you guys notice... Charmed. Did you guys notice <laughs> that uh, I think for three specific acts in the film, it switched to anamorphic aspect ratio? I did! During the oh, fights. Yeah. You mean, During yeah, the fights with the like the actual... Yes. The aspect ratio changed Why was that? I am assuming because they shot it uh, with the intention of changing for 3D, but mm. then like they decided to make the whole movie. Huh. I, I've never noticed that in a movie before on purpose. Yeah. But it happened three times. I noticed that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something with the final battle, like when you see it, for me, it feels like it's kind of slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Because I know those stuntmen were freaking mm-hmm. going for it. Yeah. Go in for it. Uh, I talked to uh, uh, Damien. Uh, how do you say his last name? Portier. Portier. Mm-hmm. Portier. Portier. Uh, like uh, one of those two. Yeah, it's, it's not Portier. So it's Portier. I've never actually had to say his last name in real life. <laughs> yeah. Until this moment. And that's when you realize, like Mbaku, you don't know how to say it correctly to the movie. No, no, no. I had a, I had a conversation with him though, where it's like he's like, I know these stunt guys. I, mm-hmm. I retweeted it on my Twitter, and he's like. Those guys went for it. Yeah. Went for it. And then when I saw the movie the third or fourth time, <laughs> um, I was like, wow, they slowed this down. Mm. They had to. And then all I could think of were all those other stunt movies, like uh, Blade included, yep. where they had to when be like, hey, you're going, you're going too fast. Yeah. We cannot keep up. Hmm. Um, I think uh, who 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 was the other yeah, person they had to do that with Jet yeah. Li? Who was the other person yeah. they had to do that with? Uh, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Was it Bruce, Lee? The, Bruce Lee was the first. They were like Jet Li did it too in the one, and they did Jet Li in the one Bruce too. Jet? But back in the day, Bruce Lee like was filming. They were like, uh, like you can you slow <laughs> down? Yeah. You move too that fast. So epic. That says something for this this day and time that mm-hmm. they had to ask those stuntmen be like, hey, uh, we're just going to slow this down. And, it, and the movie's stunts were incredible. We'll talk more Black Panther next week. Sorry. Next week. We, no, no. We, oh, we have a stunt woman coming in. We can talk stunts on we've purpose. We've got a door with Zeal. So, next anamorphic week. frame is a wider frame. Uh, there's there's different frames, uh, styles in movies. And look into this. It's, it's really fascinating. That that means they have more width to deal with. So, they have more cityscape. Exactly. Indeed. Right. So, that's not normal for animation. What they're saying is they're playing with that. And I really think that Spider-Man is a character that ties into animation really well. Because the exhilarating feeling of jumping off a building and swinging through the, 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 the canyon of New York, if you get that in an animated and do it right, and the animation looks perfect to me. I love the frame rate. I love the animation style. I love the dot matrices. This could be something really special, and if they have Liev Schreiber on it, then the script's gotta be great. And it makes the product look more cinematic and Mm -hmm. more classic, and it's like very Tarantino and very all the Oscar movies. It's just that style of shooting. And yeah. for it to come out in theaters in December, into... that's huge. That means come they on. trust it. That's a December theatrical release is ginormous for an animated film. And yeah. they're there. And again, everyone is wondering: Does this plug into the Sony verse or the Spider Sony Spider Verse? Mm-hmm. Or again, we've there's been talk of. Well, long story short, if you didn't know, the Spider Verse is connected to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Long story short, yeah. it's connected. Definitely. So. Mm-hmm. It's just seeing if this will play into that. Right. Yeah. Um, and I had a, a Twitter user. Ugh, sorry. Once again, forget. Forget your name. Um, but they were like, oh, who's going to get suited up first? Miles, Spider-Man, um, Shuri, Black Panther. <laughs> uh, it was um, 
Uh, Falcon with uh, Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. Um, and somebody else with Iron Man. It wasn't Riri, though. It was somebody else I mean, with Iron Miles Man. Miles is December. Miles gets it technically. I, I'm telling you, Miles, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, out of that, you know, those choices. I think that Spider-Verse is I mean, we're still so going to have Spider-Man from the way that they're setting oh, yeah, it yeah, forth. Yeah. They're but yeah, Miles... Hands down. I doubt between now and then. Yes, D-Money's in the chat room. The Spider-Verse is connected to the MCU, and I'll just say Mm -hmm. this real quick if you haven't heard. They talked about it last week with with Venom. If you haven't heard, Tom Holland's in the movie. Next question. (laughs) Tom Holland's in the movie. Now, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer is giving an iconic performance, according to Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige's been getting lots of quotes. We've got a bunch of Kevin Feige quotes. Kevin Feige was interviewed by Vulture and said about Pfeiffer, quote, I don't want to say too much, but I will say that she's every bit as iconic and amazing in this part as you would imagine. People ask sometimes about movie stars and star power and who's the most exciting person to be around, and the truth is that once you get to know them as people, they don't feel like movie stars. Everybody's just a super impressive human. But in a room full of movie stars, Michelle Pfeiffer rises to the top. Wow. So he said it wasn't the excitement of Downey Jr. or Chris Pratt that everybody turned their heads. It was Michelle Pfeiffer saying, quote, you can tell how big Michelle is because all the other movie stars are going, is that Michelle Pfeiffer over there? (laughs) So I am wondering just how big a part we get for Ant-Man and the Wasp because they haven't shown Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm -hmm. We have our theories about who she is. And that I think is going to be Microverse. So when comes back to the Microverse, maybe it's a bigger part. Maybe she's in this movie a lot more than we think she is. I think it's a bait and switch, not showing her in the trailer. Because you don't cast Michelle Pfeiffer for five minutes. You don't put Michelle Pfeiffer in the MCU to be is, like, maybe is that true? No, no, no. We've maybe. seen that happen before. She reads comics now because of how big her role is in this. She picks okay. up comics. She would not have bothered to do that if yeah. she wasn't very invested. I think Janet Van Dyne's big in this movie. I'm telling you, I'm she thinking we're going to spend a whole lot in the quantum realm than we think that we're going to spend yeah. in the quantum realm. Well, I mean, we're phase, yes. three. We're <laughs> we're phase <laughs> what three now? Or yeah, four. phase. This phase is three. the end of phase three. This is the end of phase possibly three. So phase four is into four. So no, possibly. going after after Infinity War is going into four, correct? I think they're going to end phase three with Infinity War Part Two, which is untitled as of yet. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's Secret Wars. But yeah. um, so basically, we're going <laughs> into the quant- Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. There's so many things that could like the end of what Infinity War could be yeah. is the scope of where it lands. Like Secret Wars, uh, the new Secret War, uh, Infinity uh, the, Wars, the Annihilation, Infinity Gauntlet, the Annihilation. Like it's Secret Invasion all over this so place. That's where it ends. Space. But yeah, the, but they're going to. <laughs> but it's more so. But they are going into the quantum realm more and going to quantum realm and yes. space and things like that. So what yeah. realm are we in like right that. now? Midgard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're I, in Earth's Asgard, Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda, yeah, that's where we are today. We're in Alhambra. So <laughs> Alhambra, such a weird place. Um, Kevin Feige also addressed the costume colors for the Captain Marvel photo that leaked, uh, saying, "Quote: If you want to film out in public, and Captain Marvel's a lot of scenes that will be shot in location, it's going to happen. Everything is filmed by paparazzi nowadays. So years ago, we decided if it's going to happen, let it happen. Most people are savvy enough to know they're looking at a behind-the-scenes photo, completely out of context. So we don't do things like rush photos. We release some concept art of her with different colors. People online have correctly identified what's going on there. Yes." That is an early Kree suit. Yes. yes. Captain oh, Marvel yeah. will wear the right colors. Yes. yes. Kevin Feige's probably sick of answering this question. He's yeah. Like, no, look, no, Kevin no, Feige should have told y'all, look, I cast, we got Jude Law's Marvel. If you know what this comic book is about, that is what that suit is. Leave me the hell alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel no, bad no, for please that understand. Um, you'll, you will get your Captain Marvel that you recognize. Well, your Carol Danvers um, uh, Captain Marvel that you recognize and those colors, you will get that definitely. Yeah. And then um, for people like me that love your Monica Rambeau, <laughs> um, I, I believe that we will get our own version of um, Captain Marvel probably maybe lead directly into Spectrum and then just kind of skip 
the Captain Marvel moniker, mm-hmm. but then also that would skip um, uh, Pulsar, I believe. It's going to skip a lot. That it's going to skip a lot. She said to too go many names for a movie to really into <laughs> Spectrum. Well, it wasn't her own fault. Other people no, kept, no, no. On, they kept on taking. Like, they kept on taking her names. Like, and she, she kept was being like, like "Yo, what? I'm gonna be this person." So it's now like, you, you know what? I'll be your auntie. You can have this. <laughs> I'd rather she flips through like a notebook of different costume designs, like Spider Man One, and it's all the different characters Monica Rambeau has been. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, well, I, I'm hoping that we have her as Spectrum then just right away and we'll just off to the races with that and have those um, have have that fun with her. But if we wanted to do any kind of Marvelite thing mm-hmm. or anything like that. Uh, we got two more quotes and we'll dive into oh, the, we have a lot of news today for all the hours. Chris Evans, this is one of the big stories, uh, accidentally may have revealed to ET Canada that mm. Black Widow is much more confirmed than we had been led on to believe, saying, quote, there's nothing Marvel Studios can't do, and I'm sure it's going to have the exact same effect when Captain Marvel comes out and then the Black Widow movie comes out. Marvel just has this winning recipe and they're kind of one step ahead of everyone else. Mm. So that was Black Widow Truth. pretty definitively stated as fact. I think but Black Widow. Do you think he leaked it, him, him just saying, like, I think Kevin Feige says, listen, here's what you say. Say it this way. This way you keep the rumor mills going because if it's happening, it's happening. Mm-hmm. But people stay talking about it. Yeah. Mm. Again. Publicity, publicity. Publicity, publicity. Indeed. The key, the key, the biggest thing in marketing is make them talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what would make us talk? A Storm Solo movie. <laughs> Boy, that would make us <laughs> talk. That make us talk so hard. Yeah, that could actually get done. So we're going to do two more stories and we're not going to talk about the Lego spoils Infinity War because I don't like spoilers. I don't like the toys do it. We're going to ignore that. But before we get there, Kevin Feige has responded to the all-female Avengers film. Now, 18. Oh. Yes. What yes. I think is, is that's yes. A-Team. I think A-Team's happening. A-Team Ke- has to be. Kevin Feige addressed the possibility with Vulture when he asked about it, saying, quote, it is an embarrassment of riches. Even watching the audience, <laughs> I love that. Even watching the audience at the Black Panther premiere respond to Lapita, Letitia, and certainly Deny in their action sequences, you watch Deny spinning around in that casino, taking out dozens of people, and you go, of course you can make a whole movie about that. Mm-hmm. It is all about fighting, finding out when and how. But by the way, many of them have already filmed additional scenes in upcoming movies, so some of that is going to come sooner rather than later. All of them will be seen again. Oh, Infinity yeah, War will. is going to be so full. I think A Team's happening. Infinity War is going to be seven hours long. I can't wait. I want. I'm, I'm here for all seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so give yeah. me the Lord of the Rings like, extended edition. With an intermission, like I'm a here, Broadway yeah, play. Yeah, dude, I'm here that. for every death yeah. that we'll have to experience. New concept of movie. Man, I'm bringing a box that. of tissue. Oh my god! I'm bringing, I bring a box of tissue. I'm staying away from this woman because. I can't deal with your tears. Anymore. Oh my god! I get so emotional during movies. This is why I don't watch movies in public unless it's like you know Marvel, and I just kind of have to. And then it's magical um, watching watching Mickey watch Black Panther. Oh it's a whole experience. God, I mean, just Black Panther in general, Marvel movies in general. I I've seen it like three, four times, and I keep on crying at the same spots. And I know there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with that. I know it's no, coming. No, it's nothing wrong with that. I know that, that nothing sunset wrong. is Listen, coming. There's nothing wrong with that. And I know there's what's going to be said. And I just. Our final story of the day, before we move on to Marvelites, and guys, I am sorry, I've been having to speed read these quotes, I know some of you get upset about how fast I read, but we have a lot of news, and we had to talk about Black Panther for an hour, because Black Panther is so important. It so- is, it is a cultural <laughs> event, and I hope that you joined us in on that, and if you have not, then please watch it. And then come back and, and then, watch our spoilers. And then join us in on that. I just like and to say, us. I love how Marquia sounds like the women in all of the... Uh, 
feed the children commercial. Like, instead of feeding the children, she's like, <laughs> But I'm not trying to sell you something. So she's not no, selling no. you anything. She's like, She's Sarah McLaughlin. Right. In the arms of an angel is playing under everything she's If you don't watch Black Panther, that's what you're doing to her soul. Your arms of an angeling her. Every moment you don't watch Black Panther, you're a dog in a kennel. I'm trying to sell you, sell you the cultural experience. Well, it's like, yes, it's a cultural experience, but it's also an invigorating of your soul. If you have not ran across this before, you are having this now. And this is the time to have it now. See it now while people are still going to theaters. Don't see it like... Don't see? Don't see it like... There it is. That's a strong pitch. It's a strong pitch. Don't see it at like 10 a.m. on a Sunday. Where nobody else is in the theater. Because no, see it with not, people. It's I wish I could hear the hot-pitched voice right now. <laughs> Our uh, final story of the day is another Kevin Feige quote. He said, again to Vulture, that regarding the Black Order's voices, who are not confirmed yet, we don't know who they are, they're interesting people doing the voices you'll probably know when you see the movies. We have big actors doing the Black Order. Obviously, that was assumed, but hearing Kevin Feige say it, I want Nick Offerman in there somewhere. <laughs> you know who I'm mad can't be in there? Because he was already Steppenwolf Sierra Hines. Because I would have loved to have him instead of, I mean, him as Steppenwolf, the voice was nice. But could you imagine him being one of the Black Order? Yeah. He does have the the depth. The depth that you need. The mm-hmm. depth for that. Who was the actor who played Candyman? Did you not want Foster Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Oh, my God. I want Tony Todd. Ooh, Tony Yo, Todd. I want Tony Todd. Be my victim. Dude, Tony Todd in there? Anyway. Yeah. I will say, though, yep. I, I wouldn't mind them having somebody... Like Cole Obsidian, that just doesn't match his voice. I, I will be. I will be completely the- honest. <laughs> Nick Kroll like, is a voice. Yeah, yeah. But just like, just like, yeah. barely doesn't match. Like, like Terry Crews or something like that. Just barely doesn't match. I want Kevin like Hart does. as a member of the Black Order. Is Morgan Freeman? Um, Morgan Freeman. Thanos, get the baby. Thanos, get the baby out the oven. Thanos, listen. That goes too far. So, gang, that was a lot of news and a lot of spoiler. Let's get some Marvel light love in there. Uh, Caleb B at Cave eight nine zero one. Kenneth Lot at K Lot eleven. K, uh, I'm sorry, V Nightwing at Victor J four four one nine zero four six three. Purple Jeebus OG at Purple Jeebus OG. Adrian Showcroft at SWW Wolf three six. Jer Solvera at Sexy Jer Bear. Missy Zorel at Missy Zorel. Gilly at Greg the Gamer. Timothy Powell at Powell's Timothy Shelby Lightning Hammer at social media. Jay Washington at Mr. Jay Washington. Oh yeah, that's me. Um, Vanessa John Marquia talking about Black Panther and what it means to her. Oh, really warmed my heart. Can't wait to see it. Oh, Vanessa, see it. (laughs) It's so good. Zachary Perot. I am Zach next week, and I am for sure watching. Haven't missed an episode for nearly two years. I didn't know my girlfriend submitted a birthday shout out for me. That was awesome. Thank you guys. This was the birthday shout out. Yeah, last week. That was awesome. Yeah. Now it's his birthday because it was next week. Happy birthday again, Happy Zach. Happy birthday, Zach. Zach this week. Zach next week. Yeah. Um, and then a number of things that we have already answered. I agree, Ryan Coogler. Uh, calling his stuntmen brave is, is impossibly important. Stuntmen yes. and women are so underappreciated. Please, uh, we will have a stuntwoman um, on that. next week. She also plays Adora Melange. Her, her first name is Janicia. I'm sorry, I don't remember her last name right this second, but we will have her. Uh, next week, and uh, if you look at my Twitter, then I have um, the stuntmen that were Killmonger and T'Challa on my Twitter right now. Please recognize, please support, 
And then um, other things. Uh, um, yeah, already said myth of black movies don't sell international. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. It's totally a myth. Um, and oh, um, Elton Arthur. Hey, Koi Marquia, I really want to be a screenwriter and maybe a director. Have you got any advice or ideas? Thanks. Love your work on Popcorn Talk, Marvel Movie News. Uh, Ronan, Jay. Ooh, haven't been being in TV and film. I would say one of the biggest things is study various arts of it. Don't just look at one type of cinema, one type of film. Look at all the different varieties. Uh, allow yourself and allow your mind to be open to a variety of ideas. Don't just have one idea and say you're stuck with that and that's what you're going to be because that idea will evolve into so many other ideas mm-hmm. and into so many different things when it comes to story building, character development, and so on and so forth. So I would just say have an open mind, do as much studying, get as much knowledge and education as you possibly can, and then start flushing out your ideas. Yeah, and literally to add to all of that, just write something that's passionate to you and that connects to you and that um, could be written from your own personal heart and soul without trying to think about like what could sell or what might be uh, you know, a good pitch. or you, All the best scripts come from that writer's soul and something that's passionate and important to them. And that's why those stories work, because they're written from a much deeper place than just, I'm writing for a gig. So, My biggest piece of advice is to do it uh, as much as you can. Like, write as much as you can, direct as much as you can. You've got a phone, you've got friends, just Mm -hmm. make things, create. Do everything you can, and you'll get better and better at anything. You'll learn the the skills required, and, and just wanting to just start putting it in action put it out there and uh, someone in the live chat I want to mention while on this subject uh, we did not give enough love to Ryan Coogler today I agree oh my god uh, did I, we not I intentionally oh. I, I thought I thought intentionally uh, next week when we have someone that was on set we could mm. lean into Ryan Coogler very intentionally uh, Ryan. we had so much to talk about Ryan the Coogler captain. was the force of nature behind this movie yes, Ryan Coogler is yes, three yes, for yes. three on perfect films Ryan Coogler is one of the most important voices and names in the entertainment industry, period, hard stop. We will discuss Ryan Coogler far longer than we could have today. We did not forget him. He is he King Coogler. That will be discussed, I promise in, you. Indeed. Um, and and please, like, uh, search him on Google because when he was 21, he established, like, the, the main theater in Oakland that he, when he was 21, that he wanted to present a film there that would represent what he felt was important and integral and yes black panther was most of those films uh, most of those theaters this past weekend but um really quick to Street say to mm-hmm. to say to elton um, um arthur uh so you want to be a screenwriter maybe director um mm, i know it can be very difficult getting out of your bed on uh sometimes uh during the morning i understand and i completely get that maybe those days that you are not able to get out of your bed, then maybe do have a notebook and a pencil or something of that sort next to it so that you can write down those feelings to get them out of your body where they should not belong. They should not be housed and put them onto that paper. Mm -hmm. So then maybe they then relate to somebody else that has trouble getting out of that bed. So just first and foremost, I know scripts are huge. They can be feel like a huge hurdle. But for that particular thing, to get that human element of what is you onto that paper to be able to maybe give that to somebody else does a huge step. So keep a notebook and a pencil by your bed. 
all of these steps, all of the things. Make yeah. stuff. We need more art. Ryan Coogler, thank you for Black Panther. We'll talk about you more next week. But before we do, where can they find you for this week? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> at Markeia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. And I'm look forward to our nerd conversations. Sir? Find me Twitter, Instagram, M-R-J-A-Y-W-S-H-I-N-G-T-O-N. Thank you for all of the love and support everybody has sent me through social media. Please keep sending it. I may not get back to every single one of you because there's been so many, but please know from the bottom of my heart, it means the world. Ask ask her how much her and I have talked, so... That's thank why you. I have him on today. He's alive. <laughs> thank you. Back everyone. in action. And anything you want to pitch? Uh, just seriously, thank you for having me on the show. Um, you're a dear friend of mine, and I appreciate that you do this. Yeah, man. Period. Uh, thank you, guys. Pleasure <laughs> yes. to meet all you. Absolutely, um, You can find me on Instagram at r o n e n r u b i n s t e i n. And you can find me on all social media at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U and Black Panther meant the world to me and sharing it with, with share it with everyone. It's, it meant it's the world so to the world. So thank you guys. We'll see you next week. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.